Have you seen Jurassic World, by the way? Yes. Yes. Uh, so that might be the dumbest movie I've seen in a long it's time. Dumb. It's like, right. it's super dumb. dumb. But yeah. in the best possible way. Like, if you had described to me how that movie ended, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, like, <laughs> seeing that movie with Fiona was interesting. Because every now and then they would start talking genetics and she'd just go... Yeah, the genetics is crazy in that <laughs> yeah, movie. The it's insane. Mental in that movie. Like, initial Jurassic Park, the genetics is bullshit. Yeah, it's totally. just a whole other level of yep. just, like, complete insanity. Yep, completely. Um, yeah, it's... Oh. Yeah, it was, it was just really... Like, every now and then they would say something and I would just look over at her and she'd just be furious. The, be- the best thing I see... I went to go see it with, uh, like, people on my course as well, so we're all, we all know about this. Sure. Some of the best scenes in that movie is, like, so when people are, like, shot doing science... Mm-hmm. And they're just like pipetting and stuff. That's that's hilarious to us because it's just like, yeah, we do a lot of that, but that's not everything. The best thing we saw was in the director's office. So it's just it's just a guy's office. So he should just have like a computer and like a couch and blah yep. blah and all that sort of stuff. He's got like he's got like a centrifuge and a, a like falcon tube rotator and stuff like that in his office for no reason. <laughs> Like, he doesn't need that in his office. There's a whole lab for that sort of shit. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the 21st of July, 2015, and this is the Game Engine Start Podcast. My name is Ewan. My name is Callum, and this is a momentous occasion. This is the first time Ewan's had an intro where he's not fucked up. Yep. And do you know why it's also a momentous occasion? Oh, God, because this is another in... special... Uh, no, 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 no. We in have two... too many special moments on this podcast. <laughs> in two... Well, there's... Th- yeah. But uh, we are now two months away from the, probably the most important game release this this year, I think. Two months? Yeah, end of September. Uh, Metal Gear Solid? No, Lego Dimensions. So the most important oh, game release like of the year. Yes. Where you and your fiancé lose all of your money. Yeah. All of it down there. The one that you're saving for your own wedding instead goes into Lego. So, all have, you, <laughs> have you looked at that thing? So I finally looked on Amazon to see if I should actually pre-order it or whatever it is when it's coming. Have you seen the price of the PS4 and Xbox One starter packs? Uh, is it like 80 quid? 94. <laughs> You're going to lose so much money. £94. <laughs> You're going to lose so much money. So let, let, me just, let me just quickly run down because I, I, I looked this up earlier. There's a whole section on um, on Amazon. Like, For they have their, like Dimensions? Yes, they have their For own... For a game that's not even released that's got its own section. It has its own page with, with wow. all of the stuff in it. Cool. Um, send so me a link to this because you're obviously looking at it. Right yeah, I will, I will just send it in chat. Um, but yeah, so you have all the starter packs. Christ. Yeah. So All these starter packs. So ninety four eighty five is the starter pack for PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One. And the then you get your Back to the Future level pack, your DC level. Oh, there's a DC one. Oh, it's Joker and Harkin, okay. So so no no no. So there's there's the level the packs, Jaggle. which are the, the important ones, which the, the one that give you levels. Oh, okay. So, so that's, fun, sorry, fun packs, team. So packs. fun packs are just a bunch of characters and vehicles, and then character packs is characters. So level packs are the ones that actually give you in-game content, in-game levels. Oh, sorry, in-game levels. So actually yes. places to run around in. Yes. Right. So Back to the Future, Portal, and Simpsons are the only ones that launch. It looks like. Uh, yes, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing and a bunch are- of packs, but not launch level. I'm not even seeing the other level packs. I'm only seeing Back to the Future. 
All right. So if you go if you if you go back to the main page, there's a level pack section, and it shows you it shows you the things. There's that are a in level there. pack section. Yeah, like if you go it's back a level pack section, you're right. Yeah. So you see the three of them in there, and they are thirty quid each. Back to the Future, Portal, and The Simpsons. Yeah. But you only really care about Portal, right? Yeah. So Portal becoming there, and then because I know I know that your fiance wants the Doctor Who one. Yes. But that's not out yet. Yes, Doctor Who, um, and any Lord of the Rings ones that come out as well. So After we'll our Lord of the Rings. Oh, no, they said, said that. Yeah, they've said that. Um, so yeah, so the most important thing. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid's pretty. pretty... It's a lot of fucking DC characters that they're putting in this. I mean, yeah, they've got Christ. since Marvel have all in. Um... Oh, there's a Legolas character pack. Because yeah, because uh, Marvel are all going to be in Infinity or Disney yes. Infinity. So yep. they already are. So D- yeah, so DC are going to make the. The, um, Make the push for dimensions. I think I'm still. I'm still. Uh, the, what the figures that I wanted. I wanted the. I wanted the Darth Maul. Well, these the, are the the. The the. Disney oh, yes. The yeah, I want, I want the Darth Maul one of those because it looks cool. Yes, I want the KK Slider of Evil. The KK Slider ones. Yeah. I love how. I think I love how. I love how into buying figures for things you don't have to use. A defect. It's Darth Maul. They look Darth cool. Maul's rad. They do look really cool. And like KK Slider is one of the best characters in video games. So, like I have a I, I have a Rocket Raccoon one sitting on my desk. Yeah. So see? yeah, I know they look. How, cool. Why why wouldn't you want a photo of the man that plays you music at the cafe on Saturday nights? But, yeah. So what's the? I, I got really confused. I was talking something about Animal Crossing during the week. Actually, yes. Who's the? The, the evil one that you have a loan with that breaks your Oh, yeah, that's Tom Nook. That's Tom Nook. Right, yeah. K.K. Slider is the guitarist. K.K. Slider is the, the cool guy in the cafe that plays songs. Yes, of course. And in, in New Leaf, for those for those fine, fine-tasted Animal Crossing diehards who remember all of K.K. Slider's hits... Of course. Uh, you can go to him in New Leaf and he takes requests and you are can you still, the name of the song you want. Are you still using that Chrome extension that plays you different K.K. Yes. Slider songs? <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the first thing I do every time I log on to my computer is <laughs> I log in and let all the like boot up stuff happen and then I open Chrome and I, I click that button for like a couple of seconds I'm like oh it's nice yeah. nice way to start your day with some KK Slider song yeah it does it works every now and then I switch it on every now and then just to get get some something different yeah but yeah it's cool but until September we have current video games kind of no we don't <laughs> no, you're right we don't I'm really clutching at straws here yeah um, there are many games out. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so the two I've done um, the past couple of weeks. Uh, the first one is a iOS game mm-hmm. uh, called Lifeline. I don't know if you've heard of this. Nope. So it's uh, I think it's like 149 on the App Store right now, and it's basically like a visual novel. It, it's somewhere in between like a choose your own adventure book and 24, where mm-hmm. it's cho- so the, the story is that. Was Lifeline not that really shit PS2 game with the headset? Yes, it was. And I thought, that's initially I thought, oh, Lifeline, it's like a port of that thing. I was going to say, is that, I, 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 I hope that's kind of what it was. That's I was, about the talkie bit. You I was it. hoping that as well, but it turns out this is this is just as good. So you, you, you open up the app and it's basically, like, all it is is basically just a list of, like, like you know, like a, like a conversation log in an RPG. It's just, like, one of them that you scroll through. And it starts, and basically, this communicate these communications come through from this this woman called Taylor, who is crash landed on a distant planet somewhere, and you're the first person that's able to pick up her signal. And um, 
she'll kind of she, you'll you'll she'll talk with you and you get some options to talk back and all this kind of stuff and then basically you're choosing you're helping her make decisions about how what to do on this crash like which as she's crashed on this planet and how to survive so like one of the opening things is she'll come up and say right okay I don't have anything like I don't have any supplies or anything like that so I'm going to go into the crash landing ship and like there's like I know where the galley is but the galley's shut like should I try and bash the door in or should I just move on and if you bash the door in you get supplies for or she gets supplies to survive but she also dislocates her shoulder yeah so it's this kind of thing and all right sure but and like, but it's entirely text based entirely text based there's no audio at all there's just some real some kind of ambient music that goes on and just the beeps of the conversations coming through sure so it's, it's really really atmospheric but um it's it, the thing that's getting me. The thing that's carrying me. Through, well, there's two things that's carrying me through. One, it's really, really well written. Like the conversations coming back feels like an IM conversation with an actual person. Like she'll make aside comments and stuff like that. Like and put them in brackets the way you would in an IM conversation and stuff like that. And she's very sarcastic and she's she's. It's a very, very well written set of dialogue. Yeah. Um. But the other thing is that it happens in real time, kind of. So yeah. you'll get to bits of the story where like she'll say, "Okay, I'm gonna go." find the other part of the ship. I think it's about four hours hike away, so I'll contact you when you're when I'm done. Yeah. And it'll come up and say Taylor is busy. And then four hours later she'll message you again. Oh, that's so kinda it, cool. So it does kinda happen in but like she'll contact you but you can leave the conversation for as long as you can as long as you want. But she'll yeah. only the story will only continue in after she's done the thing in real time. Mm-hmm. Um so it's really, really cool. Like there's a couple of moments where like I, I was playing it um the weekend and like I woke up and, and did it and she says okay I'm going to go she was doing something particularly dangerous and was like okay I'm going to try this thing if you don't hear from me in a couple hours it's probably not worked out very well and there's that thing where it's like I've checked my watch going she should be back in like now <laughs> and like two <laughs> and a half caring for this yeah. non-existent person yeah and like two and a half hours went by and then eventually she pinged and the message came in and there was this weird sense of relief that this oh my god yeah yeah but it's, it's it's one of those things it's a great example of like how good writing can attach you to a character that has no visual yeah, representation at yeah. all um but yeah it's super cool and then there's a feature on it I think it's out on Android as well now but um, the the reason why it became a lot of Twitter was talking about this like a couple of months ago, um, was because it was one of the first things to have um, first games to have Android Watch support, uh, not, uh, Apple Watch support. Sorry, I was going to say, does, do we have Android watches? I don't... Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, Android Gear is the app, the Android Watch. So yes, but I don't know if the Android one has support for that yet. But yes, it was one of the first things to have Apple Watch. And the Apple Watch is just like a notification screen, right? So her communications will come through on your watch. Oh, as okay. they come through, so it's, it's oh, that, cool. that I could see working for an Apple Watch because that's yes, you know, totally. It's exactly what it needs for that kind of form factor. Yeah, that um, makes you feel like a secret agent. Yeah, totally. Like so, that's so that's the thing. Like when my my current watch dies, secret, secret messages on your watch. Yeah, like my my, my watch right now dies. I'm gonna get an Android watch because there's a really cool looking one. Um, Android? Is it just like an Apple Watch except for Android? And it's Android, so it'll be more like customizable or whatever. Yeah, you totally. It's, yeah, it's, so you, you can develop for your own Android watch. I mean, you can. That's the thing. It's it's okay. kind of cool. Um, it's develop to- it so that it's got like lasers or something in it. No, you can't add random hardware. Can you to- get an Adam Jensen like wrist sword that comes out of your listen? Uh, if, listen, if I, watch. if I could program wrist swords into my devices, they would all have wrist swords. As far as I'm concerned, pretty great. Could you get a dart gun that fires like? Sleep darts and tranquilizer darts. 
or like a taser. No. That's what you should do. You should get like you remember the guy. I hate invoking this because it's not great. You remember the guy in Advent Children that has like the big shock glove thing? Yes, of course. When he punches people, he shocks them at the same time. You could put that in your watch. Yes, if I could hack when, that into my watch, that would be pretty weird. So, so that when you inevitably get into fistfights on the main mean streets of Edinburgh, as what you do, uh, you get this big like shock glove. The so mean the guy's streets of Edinburgh. At, when the guy comes at you, gets wide as the Scottish term is. Yes, you, like press a button on your watch that goes, and you get a big shock glove. That would be like what now, awesome. motherfucker, and he still comes at you and you kill him. So unfortunately, no. You can't oh, do that. It's a shame. It is. It is What's an the point of even having one if I can't have shot gloves or wrist swords? <laughs> Just build one yourself. Don't need the watch. Just build one. Build a shot glove. Yeah, totally. That seems like a recipe for massive electrocutions. But yes, hopefully to the other person. Hopefully not for yourself. Well, I'm, I'm no electrical engineer. I can't build that shit. Neither am I. As long as you stop me. Building a shot glove. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, it is on Android, by the way. It's like 70 pence on Android right now. Okay, cool. It's well worth picking up. And she can die. That's the thing. Like so the story. Can you, can you make her do stuff to kill herself? I, I, I haven't I guess, tried. I, I guess that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I haven't intentionally tried it yet, but yes, she has totally died on one of the playthroughs so far. Sure. Fair enough. But there's stuff in there as well. Like she'll ask you to research things, so you have to go Google things and <laughs> come back. <laughs> have with to it. do homework. Kinda. Yeah. It's 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 very very cool. It's well worth like for seventy p. It's well worth just yeah, having. Sure. Um. Yes. So that was that. And the other big thing I've been trying is Rocket League. Yes, the car football game. The car soccer what football everyone's game. Everyone's talking about. Yeah, so it's the one of the PS Plus games this month. And um, yeah, it was totally one of those ones where I was like, oh, I'm going to put this up and see what everyone's fucking talking about. And then it was suddenly 3am. and Oh, did you totally lose yourself I in it? I kind of lost quite a lot of time in it. Um, is, this it how is... We get you, is this how we get you into esports? <laughs> yeah, this is how you get me into fucking football. Dude, e- ESL have like already signed for Rocket so, League. Yeah, like, that's the thing. The ESL have picked it up, so it's yeah. it, it's the most official could, of esports could now. Could almost be an esport, maybe. You could totally see it. Like if they had oh, a prop, yeah, if they had a proper spectator mode to this thing. Yeah, yeah I would. 100%. I would watch. The, I would watch the shit out of games unless yep. if it was like, um, an actual thing that people did. Yeah. So this is like this game is the definition of tight controls. Like every single thing you do is. Can you explain to the people at home what it is first. So, yeah, so it, Instead of I was just saying rocket car football. Sorry, it, rocket car football. So it's it's I can't remember the name. The Psygnosis or something like that is the company. The, the developers. Um, it's basically football with cars. It's like what they did on Top Gear with those iGo yeah. cars. Except but, they've got like boosts and they can jump in the air and yes, spin around. They can jump and boost and um, yeah, and it's like it's it's football. There's a big ball in the middle. You hit it in the goal and you score. Um, the each of the arenas is like kind of enclosed and the walls are rounded like kind of um like half pipes yeah. so you can ride up the wall ride along the wall and then come back down again um it's really fucking fun like i, I yeah it seems like a blast though. i don't like sports games i was so into this it was unbelievable um, I like ssx that's a sports game that's there's no realism well i was gonna say there's no realism in that this is fucking rocket cars right yep. but um yeah like it's it's totally it's great fun um it seems like again again it's just talking about it in terms of an esport it seems like if you had a coordinated team of people that were oh, good, absolutely yeah it would so, be pretty fun because like, then you're I, just like a football team and that seems yeah like i'm in the process the cars. i'm in the process of getting friends together to actually go in as a team you and try like a no 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 just i just you go want esports you gonna become want, a i just want a team that i can talk to um without racial slurs happening you should try and get into esports and get all the sweet promo money <laughs> yeah totally get, I mean, 
My get life. A ga- I get a gaming house. Get my a life- girlfriend. <laughs> uh, what are the other things? My life will be complete when I'm sponsored by Razor. That's yeah. Get that. Get a stream that gets you a bunch of money. Say something really bad on the stream. Get kicked off Twitch. Get kicked out your eSport. And then that's it. <laughs> All in the space that's, of that's, three that's months. That's the life arc. That's what you're aiming for if you start playing Rocket League. All in the space of three months. Eh, uh, maybe like half a year. Half a year. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's it's super fun. It's um, it's completely insane. So the, the controls are... It's like R2 and L2 for Accelerate and Reverse. Yeah. And um, you have X, which is jump. And you can double jump as a car, <laughs> which is great. Um, if you double jump while holding left or right, you'll kind of barrel roll that way. Yeah. So you can do some really cool, like if somebody crosses the ball in, you can kind of side barrel roll into the ball and knock it in, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's a forward and back, so you can front flip and back flip if you need extra power on your hits and stuff like that. And oh, then yeah, I've a- seen like I've seen like the good players who can like proper bicycle kick this thing. And oh, it's and- it's amazing. It yeah. really is. So when you see people who know what they're doing, it's great. Yeah. It's um, crazy. And they can like they can like jump from one end of the arena to the other without barely touching so, the ground. And so, stuff. Yeah, weirdly enough, like for, I didn't expect this from this game, but there's actually a pretty, a pretty serious tutorial in there as well, which is like here's all of the things you can do. Like here are all of your options. Um, and one of the things they totally teach you to do is just to basically fly. Where yeah. you get, so you have your boost meter, which you fill up. There's points on the, the field that you run over to recharge your boost. Yep. And if you basically jump, angle yourself back and hit your boost, you'll basically just hover across the whole... If you've got a full boost, you can hover across the whole thing. Cool. So you can theoretically just juggle it right the way across the field. Um, yeah, it's just it's just really good fun. Um, and it, there's a whole bunch of like cosmetic nonsense as well. Like All your cars can have hats. And, oh, yeah, it's all that stuff. Um, there's like... Um, Paints and decals and effects for when you boost and all that boost right. effects and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's had a lot of server problems. Apparently, I haven't hit any of them yet. Apparently, mm-hmm. on PC it's a little bit worse, but and I've been playing on PS4, so yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think it started to get ironed out. They were publishing a lot of stuff on Twitter that was like, "We're working at this. We're working at this." It yeah, they, work they were. They were. They've basically not slept in a week. It sounds like. Yeah. But, um, which yeah. is what happens when your game suddenly gets like really popular mm. when it suddenly becomes fourth on Twitch for a consecutive week and all that. Sort oh, is, of I stuff. didn't realize it was that big yeah, streaming like thing as popular. well. Um, I'll check where it is right now, but but yeah. So this is. I, I'm trying to remember exactly who it was, but um, or the guys who developed. Ah, there we go. On Twitch right now. So this is a sequel to uh, a game from then from 2008, Psionics. Sorry, it's the name of the, yes. the people who did it. Um, it's a sequel to 2008's Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Great. Which is okay. a great name for a thing. But apparently that was basically soccer with cars as well. But Sure. Rocket League's a way better name. Yeah, totally. Um, well, it's a way easier name. I don't know if it's better. Yes, also true. Um, but yeah, no game. Game's awesome. It's 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 great fun. Um, I've recorded a bunch of footage of it. We'll probably do something with it this week. But sure. um, yeah, it's 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 really really cool. Um, my, my, I want I want a hat for my car. It's got you a, don't have sc- a hat. No, not yet. I haven't oh. unlocked. It seems to be random drop loot as well. Like it's just sure, you'll yeah. randomly get stuff. I've got the Scottish flag on the back of my car. But apart from that, great. No Rep hats yet. National pride. I've, so far, I've seen a crown and a fedora. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and there seems like a bunch of unlockable hats, so we'll see how it goes. Sure. 
Um, apart from that, not much else really. Um, yeah, video games are kind of non-existent right now. Yeah, I'm still plugging away Chroma Squad. I think I'm on the last chapter now. You said you're almost done, like weeks ago. I, I also never. I, I I got like what? So it was really really weird where I got. Um, I started playing it last week and I got one mission in and just like crippling pain in my arm. And I was <laughs> okay. like, oh shit, is this like RSI finally coming to bite me or whatever it is? After years of video games and you finally years caught of video the games, RSI. Uh, yeah, and like I've got a special like vertical mouse for work to try and stop RSI symptoms and all this kind of stuff. Vertical mouse? What? Yeah, so like instead of your, your hand being flat on the mouse, it kind of angles at like 75 degrees. Like oh. you, kind of, you kind of grip it like a gun. Is it, is it just like a mouse mat or like a mouse stand that does it or is it like a special mouse? No, it's a special mouse. Is that mouse not huge? No, it's tiny. Um, okay. I'll try and find it while you're talking. But um, yeah, so I, I did it. It was this crippling pain in my arm. I was like, oh shit, like I couldn't play anymore. And I was like, oh shit, this this is it. This is how I die. Like it was that kind of pain. <laughs> and um, Die from die from crippling arm pain and then i realized that earlier that day i was uh we'd all gone to the park at lunchtime to play frisbee and it was are you, are you like 17 what's your they were playing ultimate frisbee so it's proper sport <laughs> pretentious asshole so we were we were really doing that and hadn't done it in a while so the action of throwing a frisbee had worked oh, so say, yeah that'll fuck up your arm way more yes, than the game but so it was only when it, it was it was only when it had calmed down and i tried to use a mouse again it was when it spasmed yeah, so sure. yeah that wasn't fun but anyway yes so I'd only, I didn't get much chance to play it but I, um, this week it'll get finished I finally unlocked the alien tier of equipment in that thing Ooh. so level 5 equipment so. the high tier equipment yeah and the story's taken a weird turn again it's gone exactly where it's nothing but take weird turn it's gone exactly where I expected it to go but it's done yeah. it in such a cool way that I was like okay yeah sure I'm, I'm on board with this um, I think that's about me just lots more destiny that's about it um, probably yourself. Um, so yeah, the video games haven't really been happening for me all that much, mainly no. because there aren't any video games too happening. Also, that but, uh, busy with university because it's getting towards the end of the year, and I need to do a bunch of uni work and stuff. Of course. Uh, so I've been still plugging away, playing random games of Heroes Make Magic every now and again because that shit's like my rock. <laughs> I can always go back there. It's, and I know exactly it's like what a comforting doing. duvet. You can always come back to. Yeah, I can still Here's go in there magic. and stomp all over people because I understand that it's great. Um, <laughs> nice. Still having a time to record. I keep meaning to record something, but I'll I'll get to that eventually when I'm not quite so busy. Sure. Uh, but the main thing, the main thing I've been doing with video game time is playing through all the Mass Effect games again. Yeah. Because uh, start doing this. Yeah. Last last week I, t- I said that I found a really good deal where I could get every Mass Effect game for six quid. Yes, uh, yes. So yes. I did that, uh, and then just started playing through it all again. Mainly because I'd forgotten. I I know two inside and out. I kind of know one, but I don't remember a lot of the finer points of like three. I know what happened, but I don't remember like the the, the details ins and outs of like all the loyalty missions and like the stuff that happened to me. So I kind of want to play it again. That and I think that three deserved to be played again because I think I was maybe overly harsh about it the first time because I played it when it got released initially. Yeah. And all the like fucked up ending stuff happened before they went back and fixed it. And sure, sure. So I felt I got really kind of hurt by the the how bad that ending was initially. So I want to see what happens after time has passed and go through it again. Uh, so my findings thus far, having just started Mass Effect Three, this is the, my findings about the Mass Effect series. Mass Effect One is not as bad as everybody says it is. It <laughs> okay. has it has major problems. 
right. The, invent- the inventory system is pish. It is, <laughs> yep. it, it is a little janky to play, but as a setup for a universe and a setup for a bunch of characters that become very important for two other games and possibly in the future we don't know what's happening in Andromeda. Uh, it does a very, very good job of that. It sets okay. up she- it sets up Shepard very well as the kind of hero of humanity. You get introduced to Liara and Garrus and all the people that are very important. Um, and it does that very And it still has some really cool moments in it, like the Saren fight at the end and the stuff where you have to choose between Ashley and Caden and all that sort of stuff. Sure, sure. Um, and that's all very good, but again, has some problems. It's definitely it's the first one is definitely more of a traditional RPG, right? It's, yes, it's way more of a traditional yeah. RPG. It's more inventory management and armor types and sure. upgrades to your weapons and all that sort of stuff and blah blah. blah. Uh, two is still a stellar game. Mm-hmm. It's still possibly one of the best games ever made. Yep, I agree. Uh, because it has some of the best characters in a video game ever. And it has some of the best missions in a video game ever. Probably, yeah. And it's incredibly well designed, incredibly well executed. Um, yeah, that game is still just stellar. I, I suppose out of the out of the three of them, the two was the one that had the most. They had the most kind of narrative freedom to do because they weren't starting something and they weren't trying to round it all up at the end. Like no, they could they were, basically do what they wanted. They could expand and do what yeah. they. And they had like some really cool stuff of like. The the character Shepard being like tied to people because he was reborn by these people, but sure they're quite evil, so he feels kind of conflicted by yeah, it. Yeah, that was a good like, story point. Yeah, Cerberus are kind of dickheads, and the elusive yeah, man's elusive man's weird. Martin sure. Sheen sits there and looks at a sun and smokes all day. You know that guy's got to be weird. God, that was so, that's such a cool setting for a character. Well, his office is just like a big glass window in front yeah. of the sun. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. Oh, it's pretty pretty cool. awesome. The fight, the, the the final boss fight in Mass Effect Two is kind of bullshit, but it's Wh- all right. Which one is it? Without spoiling the big, the the big robot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That is yeah. total bullshit. Yeah, you're it's right. kind of bullshit, but it's it's whatever. Um, sure, they have to end that game somehow. Yes. Um, yeah, and three. I only just started three before I started this podcast. It still it looks way better than two. It does, which is impressive because 2 was quite impressive at the time and I didn't quite in, in the moment of playing those games I didn't quite realise the jump between 2 and 3 but yeah. on a PC where all the finer details are more obvious 3 looks way better than 2 does yeah it does um, it, does. it still plays really well the, the, and stuff like that I, I'd need to play more of it to get it all down but everything's a lot more streamlined in 3 there's a lot of like really easy to execute stuff sure whereas in like Mass Effect 2 you have to go through a couple of menus and stuff mm-hmm. Uh can't comment on the story or anything like that because I've not played too much of it. The main, the main problem I had with it, I played, I played Mass Effect Three initially on PS3 because it was at a time in my life where I didn't have a gaming computer, so I yes. played everything on PS3. Uh, and before I played that, I borrowed your copy of Mass Effect Two to play through it all again, so I would have oh, a yeah, save. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Yes, yeah. So I got the save for three, but because I bought it first, it came free with the the From Ashes DLC. So oh, that was yeah, the yeah, DLC yeah. that had the Prothean in it, Javik, yes. and all that sort of stuff. And I was about to start playing 3, and I was like, if I start playing this now, this is going to be a game that doesn't have Javik in it. And that's... I can't think about Mass Effect 3 without Javik being there. So why didn't I have... I don't know why you didn't have how Javik. Was, how did... Because From Ashes was not, like... You, that was a separate DLC, right? Yeah, but it came as a code in the box of new copies of it. 
No, it didn't because I or never it, played it. Or it, it came in like the collector's edition or something. Maybe, maybe it was that. Yeah, because I I definitely didn't have. Or maybe I just bought it when the game came out because I was like, oh, this thing's got a Prothean in it, so I need to I need to have it. Perhaps, yeah. Uh, I just, I just, like I didn't do that from. Did I? No, I didn't. I had to see it somewhere else. Yes. But anyway, yeah, I don't know how that happened, but I played it, and it's like I I realized that I can't play Mass Effect Three without Javik being there. Sure. Because the stuff the stuff that's in his storyline and who he is as a character and who because he, he's a Prothean so he like knows everything he knows everything about Reapers and like the early races and all that sort of stuff so it's fascinating to have him there as soon as I realised he was a character he was on every mission I was ever on and he says these amazing things that you don't know because he's an ancient race yes. so playing that game without Javik is way way worse of an experience to me so I heard um, um, so yes, uh, just to confirm, yeah, yeah. It, it came out this on the same time as the release, but um, it was the collector's, the N seven collector's edition got or the digital deluxe edition got free or it was ten bucks. Okay, maybe I just bought it because I needed it. Sure, um, possibly. But yeah, so they, I can't. It was. It would seem weird to play that game without Javik because I need him there to talk about all the stuff. And, and, because, and because it's on the PSC, I don't have all the DLC that I bought for the PSC version either. So I can't play that game with Leviathan, which has oh, man. A, which has a huge story beat in it. Yep, it's like central to understanding the like end of that game and all that sort of stuff. Yep, uh, and I can't play it with Citadel, which was the other one I bought, which is possibly one of the best bits of DLC ever created for a video game. Is this that was two, wasn't it? No, that was three. Citadel was the Citadel was the last one for three. It was released way way later. What was the one within? Um, what was the DLC? Oh, was Overlord? I'm thinking of. Never mind. That wasn't two. That wasn't two. Overlord. Yes. Was okay. Two. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Citadel is possibly one of the best bits of DLC ever made. Mainly because it's like not only a really good bit of DLC, but it's the the fact that you're bringing in every character from the universe into one location. Right. And it makes it so interesting. Fair and enough. like the because it's like do you know what Citadel is? Have you? I'm trying to remember. This is three DLC. Yeah, I don't think I picked C- up any three DLC. I, I you made a mistake, man. Because uh, yeah, apparently Citadel Leviathan was amazing mainly because it kind of broke the story open. Sure. And Citadel was amazing because it it basically focuses around it's that minus all the like combat story like fight the big bad stuff. It's around Shepard having a party on the Citadel. Oh no! I totally did play this. Yes, yeah, and he invites all everybody around and stuff like that. Yep. It's amazing. It's so brilliant. Um, so I can't, I can't play three with that this time, which makes me very upset because mm-hmm. uh, it's still like twenty quid or something like that to buy that. And fuck that! I spent the money to do from ashes. That was only like six quid. I didn't mind sure. paying six quid to get Javik back. Are those DLC packs still full price? Yep. Holy shit! Still okay. seems like it anyway. Because I'm, I need, I would need to pay like sixteen quid to get Citadel. Right. Yeah, it's... it's Wow. Okay, Which sure. is insane for a game that old, but still... Yep, totally. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's all I've done. So, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, hopefully more Mass Effect. So is that basically your planned finish three? Yeah, when I'm not doing writey stuff or science stuff, then I'm going to come back and play... Science stuff. Science stuff. I'm running out of science stuff to do. Oh, really? I've, just... got, I've, got, I've got two days in the lab this week or week of recording. Mm-hmm. And I think then I'm done. And it's all just like writing stuff. Run, run out of stuff to do. And there's writing point. stuff. And it's just writing stuff. Nice. Which we're going to say we'll see at some point. The fun part of science. Yeah. The fun part of science where you're just sitting looking at a computer screen going, oh God, what does this even mean? And then. <laughs> science. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, can make, cool. you can make your pictures look as pretty as you want, and then you add, someone tells you, okay, write down what that means, and you go, uh, kind of means this, and that's it. <laughs> this is the closest thing I could think of. So, like, uh, yeah, this kind of works, and it sounds impressive, I guess. There's a great Tumblr I came across a couple of weeks ago that was, um, I think it's called, like, Science Confessions or something like that. Or it's like, but it's like, um, quotes from scientific papers written honestly whereas yeah. things like the the size of data set was used because we were really lazy and couldn't be bothered getting any more yeah. items like that kind of thing there's a yeah, bunch there's of them a lot of stuff like that yeah. there's a bunch of them if you answer was just going through them going yep 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 so yeah there was like there's like a bunch of stuff for people on projects in my building where they're like oh why why do you use this uh like we we're talking at lunch or whatever and it's like so why do you use the cell line you're using and they say historical reasons, which means it's the only one we have in the lab. Like, <laughs> all right, that. sure. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so if that's all the games we have, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, we'll jump into our intermission music, which I believe yes. you have made a choice for. I have. Uh, so before we get to news, um, the my personal game of the year last year was Divinity Original Sin. Yes. For a number of reasons, mainly because that game's stellar. And yep. incredible, and I've now and I've now in my life convinced six other people to play that game. Nice, and they've all, and they've all said that it's amazing. So I'm right. I never so said I'm you were right. wrong. I know. I, I made you put it in second place on the overall list for that reason. So that that, that was my big surprise going into to game of the year. That I was I thought I was going to have to fight you to get you, to say that you can't have Divinity and Dragon Age on there. And like, oh no! Just... I was willing to cut Dragon Age way faster than I was willing to so, cut. I had no idea. I thought Dragon yeah. Age was just going to be your shit completely. Nope. Like, well, no, no. there you go. That there was my be- surprise. There are better RPGs that year, mm. mainly Divinity Original Sin. Sure. And so it's not, it's not. It wasn't just like the gameplay and the character building and the world and all that sort of stuff. The music in that game is also really impressive. It is. Um, because it, it's it's very expansive. If you look at the entire like OST for that thing, it's like sixty tracks. Somewhere and they just, yep. they just sit and like dynamically flick between one another depending on the situation and all that sort of stuff. But the arguably, the, I only remember that this existed because I was sitting hunting for stuff to learn how to play on the guitar and then I remembered sure. this song existed and someone had made a tab for it and it's amazing. And uh, yeah, the, one of the, the, the songs that plays during the more quieter moments of the game, so like when you're in like a tavern or just like wandering around the, the countryside, there's a song called Bittersweet Regrets and it's a... Class, like, almost classical style guitar piece with some light drums and stuff over it and it's just yeah. it's just a gorgeous song um, so I'm just going to bring that this week cool. um, so if you check the uh, check the post for this episode uh, you'll find links to where you can get it I think it's I think it's just on the, the artist's website right yeah, it's 100% it. free on the artist's website yeah so there's a link on the post if you want to get it yourself and the rest of the soundtrack so, and you absolutely should because it's all great yes so we'll be back right after this
so yeah wasn't that lovely ladies and gentlemen it's just a very very nice classical I'm a, I'm a big fan of solo guitar pieces because that's kind of my style um, sure. and that's probably one of the best I've heard in modern video games um, so going from that slightly more relaxed feel to more serious business <laughs> serious business video game news that kind of happened this week yeah we had or the last couple of weeks yeah it's been yeah. kind of up and down over the past couple of weeks yeah um so yeah again check posts to see where you can get that song if you are interested in that um yes so uh news um we'll start with the kind of the, the biggest and um, kind of saddest news of yep the last couple of weeks um i think it was last Saturday, I think it happened, and then it was confirmed on uh, last Monday that um, Satoru Iwata, CEO, CEO, CEO of um, of Nintendo, had died at yes. age fifty five. Um, Tragically, at age fifty five. Yes, president. Sorry, president of Nintendo. Um, yes, this was um, apparently was, basically the same thing as CEO. Yes, um, yeah. but more more Japanese company is yeah thing. Um, yeah, it was due to complications with a, a bile duct um, issue. Yeah, he's had, had these complications before. They say that was the reason that he wasn't at E3 last yeah, year or something Yeah, they like came that. out and said that was the reason. Um, so apparently it's been complications um, yes. along with that. So yes, he passed away at 55. And um, there's been a real outpouring from everywhere, really, of how important he was yeah, to a, a lot bunch, of people. Yeah, a bunch of stories from people about just how nice that guy is. Yeah, totally. Like, even, total. especially for... for Nintendo's been criticised over the past wee while of being very kind of old-fashioned and um, kind of sticking to their own ways and out of touch maybe. But actually, if you look at it, a lot of stuff he's done on his watch is actually very forward-facing, like the Nintendo Directs. He's always been out on... He's always been massively featured in them. He was always very very kind of communicative with everyone and all this kind of stuff. So he was a very important part of that company and a large part of the success. It was was during his... um, his watch that the the Wii and the DS were conceived so and or yeah he did even, a lot of good for that company um, which, even yeah. in the early like all the stories about him in the early days where he was like a programmer and stuff yeah, like that so he, he, when he sing, single handedly came in and like saved Earthbound as yeah. a game like, so, that, like that. so that's the other thing he came from engineering like he yeah. is a, he was a programmer like was the, there was the quote that got, that got used a lot over the past couple of weeks which was um, on my business card, I'm a president. In my head, I'm a programmer, but in my heart, I'm a gamer. Yeah, which I thought was 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 really Poignant. cool. And it, it represents yeah. a lot of what it was. So yes, um, condolences to family, and it was a it's a real loss for the industry. It was it was really cool actually yes. to see um, both the official um, social media channels and the Twitter accounts of various people from both Sony and Microsoft were were saying things as well. Um, it was it was really cool. Phil Spencer had quite a nice series yeah. of tweets about him. Actually, it was it was very cool. So yes, that was that was that was the Saturn news um, mm-hmm. over the past couple of weeks. Um, so other stuff that had gone on. Um, Jade Raymond. Evil evil happened. That's oh, news. Evil, oh, do you want to do evil stuff? I have a list of evil stuff here. Um, oh, okay. If you've got a list, then we can. Hold well, on. Not, not really a list. Um, did you watch Evil? Yes, as much as I could. I watched so Evil. Did you, so the two I have here listed was. Um, the uh, the Whitfield. It says the Super Street Fighter one. Super Street Fighter. I'm sorry, they were playing. Yeah, Ultra, Ultra Street Fighter. Ultimate Street. Uh, Ultra Street Ultra, Fighter. Ultra Street Fighter Four. Yes. Um. The winner won despite a stick breaking. Yeah, that was a that was a big deal. So uh, do you want to do you want to explain roughly what happens? Yeah. So it was. Oh, what were the guy's name? Who do you have the names of the people that? Were I, there? I can I look it up now. 
Um, it was Momochi and... Um, Momochi and Gamer B, that was it. Gamer B, yes. Yeah, Momochi and Gamer B. Uh, Gamer B coming from losers, Momochi and winners. Uh, they play a really good first set. Gamer B manages to reset the bracket, which is what you have to do when you come from losers. Yep. Um, Mochi, uh, Mochi switches out characters and switches to his, like this other the other character that he plays all the time. He was playing Ken and then swapped out to playing Evil Ryu for the, the actual main set that actually mm-hmm. mattered. Uh, went to two two in games. It's best of five, so first to three wins. Yep. Two uh, two starts. Um, Mochi starts walking forward and then the pause screen comes up and the bottom thing says player one please reconnect controller yes now the problem with this is that a pause mid game in a fighting game tournament is a game loss yes and if he loses that game he loses evil yep uh so they they got the people start going like gamer b looks completely horrified mochi's just like i don't know what the fuck happened like hands up in the air like evil officials rush the stage and it's just like what the fuck's going on here blah blah and like they talk to Mochi, they talk to Gamer B, and he's like, so they talk to Mochi, and Mochi's like, I didn't do anything, there's something wrong with the stick or whatever, blah, blah. Talk to Gamer B saying, what do you want to do about this? Yeah. Because you, you understand the rules that of, of this, it's a game loss, and Gamer B's like, no, no, I'm not winning like this. You let him figure out what he needs to do. Uh, yeah. We'll take it, we'll take it from here, blah, blah, all that sort of stuff. So they, they try again, he like does twiddles about with his stick a little bit, unpauses, uh, Walks walks about a bit. Game pauses again, so they all realise. Okay, there's some sort of massive stick error here. And yeah, the, game, the sticks looked pretty gobbed. Yeah, based something, based something was up with the wiring of the stick. The entire time, Gamer B is the perfect competitor, and it's just like none of this matters. Don't worry about it. Just yep, deal totally. with your shit. Uh, they get him a new stick, or they fix his stick, or they get him a new stick. I can't remember what it is. Um, I think they they, he, they, they get another stick. There's no sort of shortage of fighting game sticks no, no, in that think, place. They get they one get, yeah, from but somebody. Your, your sticks like your stick is important. Sure, but for yeah, the finals of this, they get them. They, they get him a replacement or fix a stick or whatever. He plugs back in. Instead of taking the game loss, he uh, it was it was the final game, but it was like one round in Mochi's favor. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking the game loss, Gamer B walked up and punched them twice to get them to low life, and then let the time run out. So it would be 1-1 one, one in yep. rounds. And then said, okay, we'll do it from there. Yep. Because that's just kind of the honourable thing to do. Totally. So he, so he took that, and then Moshi Stick was fine, and Moshi went on to win it. And yes. was fine. It was it was a tense, like, Yeah, like, I, I don't watch stage. Evil, but watching the video of what happened, like, it's, yeah. you can see the tension in everyone. And it was super, it was super tense, and, like, I, the entire, like, stream chat and everything was on edge, just, like... Yeah. We don't know what the fuck's going on here. Can't end like this. And like as as much shit as the the fighting game community have given or have taken over the past while about like attitudes and um, all that kind of stuff. Um, like that was the utmost sportsmanship. Yeah, gamer B played it really well. He, instead of just going, yep, because he because according to the rules, like I had I, I I the rules. I was reading the Kotaku article about it, and they had the official rules at the bottom, and it's yeah. like in the event of equipment failure, it's match goes to the other person and but mm. after that like you've got time to fix it and all this stuff so gamer b could have totally just walked at that point and won yeah, it could have just said i win and walked away yep. but, he but he didn't he was... he played the round which is exactly what you what want, you want that kind of thing yeah it was it was fascinating to watch so yeah 
Um, it's the first time that something like that's happened in such a yeah, which is uh, kind of amazing on, on the big stage as it is. Mm. Yeah, which considering the abuse that these people sticks must get, that's kind of impressive. oh yeah. Especially um, if you look at the fucking um, like arc system works or like anime fighters players, yeah. they're they're going like mental on their sticks because they've got to do weird inputs. Totally. And um, that's like I spent a lot of time watching Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear X X or sign thing. That while it's an anime fighter, so it's massively complicated stuff. That game still looks so brilliant. It, it's, it's, un, it's so staggering how good that game yeah, looks. It is. Um, so speaking of Guilty Gear, um, yeah. the other big thing that I pulled out the news this morning um, was Ushigi and Ogawa. Is that the, the guys who were playing? I can't tell if that's a character I've, name or the player's name. It's probably the player's name because I don't think they're. Um, uh, yes. It's Ogawa, yes, Ogawa and Wushigi were the two players uh, in the Guilty Gear um, competition. And basically what happened was, I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. um, after losing, I'm just going to read from the, the Kotaku article here, um, after losing the first round during the best of three semi-final match um, against one of the Gilly, best Guilty Gear players in the world, Wushigi pulled off a massive comeback to take the second, turned around to the crowd to celebrate, but oh, didn't yeah, realise... Yes, I did see this. But it didn't realise there was a third round to play. And yeah, this it is one of those... so good... This the so, video, the video for this thing was yeah, amazing. Yeah, so the guy, this is this is famous in the fact. There's a famous moment that I'll tell you about after this. Yeah, that um, yeah, guy does the does like pull, pulls out from like a third life or something. Like that pulls like amazing combos and really good reads and stuff like that. Lands is whatever it's called. I think it's called a burst in Guilty Gear, like his ultra. I think so. Yeah, pull, pulls the input out. It lands. Guy stands up, hands in the air, starts celebrating. And then realizes that it's only the second round out of three. Yep. And the third round starts. The other guy like neutral jumps and like starts this like massive combo that takes him to third percent life and yep. then kills him. It was like man, it was astounding to watch. Like the guy crumpled after it as well. He fell apart on his. He stick. did. But so you could, you could see like obviously these guys have immense reaction times. But yeah, the moment when he turned round from celebrating and saw that. Yeah, he bought it. Was for that stick. Like, it was a third. Like that stick was in his hands in like milliseconds. Yeah. It was amazing. But yeah. yeah, watching watching the gameplay of um of him just completely wiping the floor with them whenever an unmanned character. So, it was yeah, astounding. It's, it's like the, it's the the famous moment. It was because the the if you watch Twitch chat at the time, it was filled with people uh, saying what are you standing up for. Yeah, totally. And that it's a quote from there was a competition between the players. I think it was Ricky Ortiz and Wolf Crone, and it was a street. It was a uh, Super Street Fighter Four. Exact same thing happens where Wolf Crone <laughs> really jumps jumps in on Ricky Ortiz, does a bunch of stuff, lands his ultra, and then stands up and starts like celebrating and all that sort of stuff, and then realizes that the final frame of his ultra has happened and Ricky Ortiz isn't dead, and so like bolts for the stick. And Ricky Ortiz the entire time is just like stone facing it. Sure, he know he knows he's not dead. Yep. He's just like stone facing it. As soon as Wolf Crone starts diving for his stick, Rickertes like lands something to take him down to lower life. They fight a little bit, but then Rickertes has an amazing read and lands his ultra. And the yep. entire time when his ultra animation starts, he throws his stick on the ground and just screams, What are you standing up for at the guy? And it's just like, <laughs> it's a, the crowd goes wild. And it's so brilliant. That moment was amazing. It was so yeah. great. And it happened again, and everybody went mental, and it was so good. There's an earth testimony. I didn't uh, bookmark it, but I just saw it in a bunch of gifts that were going by. Um, of I have no idea what the game was, but the guy, like, obviously halfway through the, the match, just took his shirt off and draped it over 
his competitor, and then like it got to two two, and the other guy just went right fuck this and took his shirt. Off oh yeah, as the, well. the, the, the two guys with their shirts off. I yeah. think it was. I don't think it was Smash. I can't remember what it was. I remember, I remember seeing the pictures and stuff. But yeah, yeah. there were people got naked on stage it was yeah weird. it was it was hilarious yeah um, and the final bit of evo news which i thought was just fucking bizarre um jamie lee curtis was there was he okay she yes she was okay, sorry yes she was there yeah. Um she was there in cosplay she was disguised as vega from street fighter oh cool and was walking around the the show floor just too beautiful watching um stuff Apparently she's a fan as well, but also it was um, it was one of the things that I think it was her son wanted for his birthday was to go to, to, go Evil. to Evil. That's pretty so good present. They know. all fucking cosplayed up, and I would go to Evil. We're wandering around the place. So yeah, it was cool. Um, but it was one of those Evil still seems like an amazing environment. It does. Like, like even you though... don't even care about fighting games, and you nope. go to Evil. Nope, 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 not at all. You, would, would... you wouldn't go to Evil. I would. No, I totally would. Yeah. yeah. Entirely. Like, you don't care about fighting games, but you totally go to Evil because yep. it just seems like this crazy high-pass party the entire time entirely it, it's it, the being there like you get some of it over the over the stream, stream. but just being there must not be quite the same immense and then again you, you get in with the right crowds and you find all the the cash games that are happening of like bizarre yeah, like in like weird hotel Jack, rooms Jackie Chan and fighting game and all that sort of stuff of cash games of that game um yeah Jackie Chan fist of fire <laughs> Um, so yes, other news. Um, no, sorry, the, the last bit. The last. Oh, bit sorry. Was more care from Evo was the announcement of the new character for Street Fighter Five. Yeah, so that was the thing I was going to ask. So I saw this yeah. today. He's like a kind of long dreadlocked. He's a beast, uh, Nikali. Char- yeah, Nikali. That was his name. Yeah. So like watching him. So my limited understanding of how, like how people play fighting games. Yeah. A lot of it is like you need the, the characters may have distinctive silhouettes so you can read them properly. Yeah, and you can see what they're about to do and all this kind of yeah. stuff. His dreadlocks don't seem animated; they seem physics based. So his silhouette is constantly changing randomly. Uh, so yeah, sure. I, I guess. would think that maybe it would be more difficult to read. Like if you'd come maybe. out, and, if you'd come out and said like, "Hey, this character's banned from tournaments," would totally make sense. But also, like they wouldn't put a character in that would well, do thing- that. The thing of it is, just I'm looking at the trailer for it right now. Yes, you're right. His dreadlocks are all like weird and stuff, but. A lot of his moves are so he's a. From what I can tell from the video and stuff of like that, he's a proper heavy rushdown character. So he's yeah. just all about like getting up in your face and hitting you a bunch. Sure, but his moves are really deliberate. So like when he's doing something, you can definitely see what he's about to do because it's all right. just like big arm swings and like grabs and stuff like that. Sure. So I, I, Capcom would never do something so stupid as to make him unreadable because of his dreadlocks. That would just be silly. Yeah. But it's, I, I assume it would be fine. But we need to see when the game comes. It's just like you were watching the video. It was it was, it was strange. It's know. a yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit strange. But I think that I think it'll be okay. Yeah, they'll deal with Especially it. Especially when sure. when he when he's in like his big beast modes. So like oh the yeah, new, yeah, he's a lot easier to read then. The new thing for Street Fighter Five of like different triggers and stuff. Uh, yeah. His big trigger is his hair goes all super sane. Yeah, it looks, yeah, it like, yeah. It looks pretty cool. It does. The best thing. You know, the best thing about that. What's that? That that entire game is that. Ryu's uh, like activated thing. Like, everybody gets like three versions of this V V system, right? And one of Ryu's things is a parry, and it's exactly like Third Strike, Street Fighter Three Third Strike. Yeah, possibly the best fighting game ever made. In okay. which Ryu was amazing. So I look forward to playing Five, just like I played Third Strike, where you could play <laughs> Ryu and just parry everybody, and 
like do it that it, it's so good it looks okay. amazing I, so I, 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 I believe you. again it'll be great it'll be great <laughs> um okay so non-evil stuff mm. um other video games yes uh jade raymond has gone and opened a, a ea studio um, yes, former, She's hiring, isn't she? Yes, uh, she originally worked on from Ubisoft, from Ubisoft, and worked on the, the famous one from Ubisoft. Yes, one, one, of, well, one of the one of the big figureheads of of Ubisoft. Um, just Assassin's Creed, AC Two, Watch Dogs, Splinter Cell Blacklist, that kind of stuff. Oh, she um, produced Watch Dogs. Yes, Ugh. she did. Okay. Um, but she's moved, so that's her moved to EA now. Um, yeah. And one of the weirdly enough, one of the things on a remit is to oversee the Visceral Studio in California, which are the guys making the Amy Hennig Star Wars game, unknown Star Wars game, unknown yeah. Star Wars game. So yes, be interesting That'd be cool. to see. Yeah, Jade Raymond totally. and uh, Amy Henning working yeah. together. They're both good at their jobs, so yes. that'll be good. Be interesting to see making a Star um, Wars game. Thumbs up. Do you remember for the Game Boy Color? Oh, do you God. remember the Game Boy Color? Yes, I had one. Um, I got I got my mother to order one off of a uh, phone in video game magazine. Where did you order remember, it from? Do you remember gameplay? Oh fuck yeah! Did you remember you that, that, that thing that we that thing that we used to get Unreal Tournament? Yes, when, when we were like twelve and that game was for sixteen year olds. When you had to phone them to order yes. games. Best thing about that website was you had to phone them to order games, and you would say, "I would like this, please." And they say, "This game is for eighteen-year-olds. Are you aware of this?" And you go, "Yes." Yes. And they go, "Cool. All right." <laughs> yeah, that it. was it. All right. Yep. Great. You're, gu- you're giving us a credit card. We assume you know what you're doing. Please give um, us a real tournament. This is fantastic. Um. So yes. So for the Game of Color, do you remember the Metal Gear game for Game of Color? Ghost Babble. I believe. Ghost it was Babble. It was indeed. Yes. Um. So the latest Twitch plays game. Yes, I saw they that. played through the entire of uh, made it all the way through Ghost Battle and beat it. Yep, um, it took them four days. Yeah, four days, forty three minutes. It was kind of a seconds. short game. That's not. It was, but like, yeah, it's it was amazing to see. Where does that fit into the timeline? You keep talking. I'm going to look up Ghost Battle. Yeah, I think it's post one. I think. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely post one, but I don't. I think it's before remember. two. It's between one and two. I'm pretty sure. We'll see. Um, and staying with Mel Gear, um, just as a game comes out soon, ah. it does. Uh, and to, to round off the official fuck uh, Kojima approach that they've been taking, yeah, and um, they have removed the Ahideo Kojima game from the box art yeah. for both PS4 and Xbox One versions of that. Kojima Fox logo thing as well. Yes, they removed the Fox logo as well. So yeah, apparently there's That's a fucked. <laughs> it's weird. It's really bizarre. This whole thing has been really, really strange. But I did see. I think it was the Kotaku article. I did see in the comments that somebody already had kept the high res versions of the original artwork, so they could print out that yeah, sleeve and. Put oh, it okay, on. sure. Um, so they so were you can actually there. get the cover that it deserves. Even if you like left that company on bad blood, you I would still probably give them. The, I mean, it's cre- his... the credit that they deserve on that video game. That's I mean, probably... it's, his pro- it's his project, but yeah, who knows? I can't wait to figure out till we know what actually happened with them. Oh God, yeah, I'll, I cannot. I, someone, wait. I hope someone writes a book or something like that about yeah. that. It'll be great. Oh, um, do you remember Dead Island Two? Do you remember that got announced last year? Yes, and then we didn't hear anything from it ever again. Yep, and it was being developed by um, Jaeger, the guys for who did Spec Ops Line. Um, they are now no longer part of the development of that game um, oh. wait so that's not to say that game's cancelled it's just no they aren't working on it so um, the quote from Deep Silver's publisher um, Deep Silver's 
always been dedicated to delivering the sequel that Dead Island fans deserve. After careful consideration, today we made a decision to part ways with development partner Jaeger. We will continue working towards bringing our vision of Dead Island 2 to life. We'll share further information at a later stage. So who knows? But that game is now further off than it was even before. Um, very quick note that the the Deadpool game that get pulled off Steam. The, now, the the pretty fucking decent Deadpool. The pretty game. good Deadpool game um, is it's now back. back. Is now back. Which everybody, which everybody thought was because that movie's coming out. It's in exactly why it's coming back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, a bunch of Marvel licensed Activision games disappeared off Steam uh, at the end of 2013, presumably through licensing deals that had run out or something like that. So they lost like um, X Men Origins, X Men Destiny, um, Spider Man Friend or Foe, and Spider Man Web of Shadows, which apparently was all right. I don't know. But anyway, was Deadpool... Web of Shadows the one that jumps through time? Yes, I think and so. Universes, because that one seemed yeah, pretty cool. It jumped universes, that was that yeah. one. So the Deadpool game's back and it's well worth picking up if it appears. It is. It's fucking crazy. The shit much that happens like, in that game is just... Much like everything in the Deadpool universe, it's mental oh, and it's great. pretty great. Yes. Um, what else have we got here? Um, another quick note. Um, do you remember Furious 4, the old Gearbox game that was... Was that not a Brothers in Arms game? Brothers in Arms, that... Furious 4. Yeah, that thing looked cool, I remember. It did. So Furious 4 is no longer a thing. They've officially confirmed that that project is oh, dead. Bummer. And what was being developed as Furious 4 is now Battleborn, which is their kind of mobile Oh, right. Okay. Thing. Oh, so shit. I know. I, I thought it looked really cool. It looked like Inglourious Bastards, like a video game. Um, yeah, it was all cartoony and kind of crazy, yeah. and it seemed like it could have a sense of humour about World War Two, which is a yeah. bit weird. But and also, it, it dropped the Brothers in Arms name because the Brothers in Arms name was very associated with kind of realism and telling real stories, and then for them to come out with this Team Fortress Two style World War Two yeah. game was a little bit weird. Seems so cool. it was it was this Furious Four, but now it's officially it is no longer a project. Um, again, the sequel you've all been waiting for, Angry Birds Two, is coming. Fuck. Officially, Angry Birds two, not a se- not a spin off, not a. This was the thing I saw a bizarre. I, you need to tell me if this is true or not because I saw this written down. So, Angry Birds two, mm-hmm. this this the sequel to Angry Birds mm-hmm. is the fifteenth Angry Birds game uh, or something like that. Three, six, nine, twelve, thirteenth game. Thirteenth, according to this. What is wrong? Oh, with sorry, you? no, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Technically, the seventeenth game. Seventeenth. You include the three spin offs. Spin-offs. Please. What the fuck is wrong with the universe? Yeah. Angry Birds, Seasons, Rio, Friends, Space, Star Wars, Star Wars 2, Go, Epic, Transformers, Fight, Under Pigstruction, are all the what Angry the Birds games. Angry Birds Fight? I've never even heard of that. Pass. No idea. Oh, God. I don't, okay. It's a... Hey, guess what? It's a it's an iOS puzzle game. Guess what it is. Is it Angry Birds? It's ang- no, but it's not. Okay. Give me another oh, genre. Is it, is it a copy of threes? It's a no, but it's a match three puzzle game. Oh fuck! Okay, with sure. RPG elements, it's Puzzle Quest. Basically. Ah, okay, it's Puzzle Quest. All right. Um, and then the three spin-offs: Bad Piggies, Angry Birds Stella, and Angry Birds Stella Pop, which I don't oh, know what. Do not know what they are. Sure. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Seventeen Angry Birds game, Angry Birds two. And there's been like an animated series, and there's a movie, and yep. there's Lego sets and yep. T-shirts and everything. Yeah. Ugh. But, but anyway, this Angry is the Birds official continue to roll. The official sequel. Um sequel to Angry Birds. Um Yeah, so they have no mention of what it's gonna involve, whether they're gonna have I'll mechanics. Bet fire some uh, birds at pigs. Probably for some buildings. Probably. Um so the quote from Rovio or the developers 
With 3 billion game downloads, millions of fans across the globe, multiple mashups and spin-offs, collaborations with A-list celebrities and much more... A-list celebrities were involved. Uh, 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 Luke Skywalker. Yes, he's an A-list celebrity. celebrity. Luke Skywalker. So yeah, that's coming uh, July 30th. So next week, that's coming. I will be downloading it because I want to see what it is. It's an Agrobirds game. But they have to do something for it to warrant two... Uh, maybe it's got I don't know. three new varieties of bird. Yeah, that that'll be enough. That would be bad, guess. Um, oh, speaking of um, A-list celebrities and and um, mobile games, I okay. bought I bought the Sai DLC pack for Crossy Road. Wait, oh yeah, I forgot Sai was in that. Yep, um, it's good. It's it's great. Does it, it's, does it play Gangnam Style the entire time. No, it's a, it, it's a new song. What's oh, a new Sai song? And he has about Crossy Road. And he has re-recorded all of the audio in the game, so he will make noises as he jumps along the roads. Amazing. And um, there's paparazzi taking pictures of him and fans that want signatures. And as he runs, everything explodes around him. Sai's the best. It's I love great. Sai. Um, so Wonder yes. if there's footage of it somewhere. I'm gonna look. Of the game? Yes, there totally yeah, is. Probably. There's an official trailer which shows you him in the studio recording all the dialogue and stuff. It's pretty great. Great. Um. Continuing a long-standing tradition on this podcast, there's been a new Crusader Kings 2 patch. Oh, God. Is this our time where we read Crusader King patch notes? So, the only one I got was an excerpt from a tweet, which I got. Um, uh, the tweet was, Crusader Kings 2 has the weirdest performance bottlenecks. So, I'm going to read from the change log verbatim. This is what it says. Yep. Uh, one performance improvement of patch 2.4 was regarding huge Byzantian empires in the late game, which were oh, slowing shit, down. I always have that problem. Which were slowing down the game because. <laughs> Sorry. Because each Greek person. Okay. I'm, like, I'm, I'm imagining the programming involved in this and it's terrifying. Because each Greek person was evaluating against each other person in the realm, quote, can I castrate? Question mark. <laughs> Seventy percent, seventy percent of the AI demands were about castrating or blinding someone. Fantastic! What, 70%. what an AI look. That's great. Exactly. So, can you imagine being the guy that defines that bug? Going like the, the entire AI queue is just can I castrate or blind this person? Like, I would. Yeah, guys, I think I figured out where all the CPU cycles went. It's, yeah. uh, do you remember the? I, I, like, I like to think that the Crusader King office is like twelve people, and they're all just like in a big circle. And one guy just like was sitting typing away at his keyboard and just went, uh, like stuck his hand up there. And was like, guys, have you uh, seen this? <laughs> I think I figured out why we're slowing down so much. Oh man, that's fantastic. Actually, somebody in the comments on this article has gone into like technicalities of who's obviously familiar with the the code and has gone into like, yep, this is there's there's totally a person dot can castrate call that happens right. in the API. So, yep, yep. Um, Amazing. Yeah, I've, yeah, I love Crusader Kings and I've not even played it all that it's much. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um. So Star Citizen is still a thing. Um, Has it ever been a thing? Well, no, technically. I'm convinced that Star Citizen is just this collective dream that we're having that... Kinda, yeah. Someone get given $12 million for something. $84 million. $84 million, sorry. Um, So originally, I can't remember if if this had happened before last week, last episode, I can't remember, but um, basically they'd said that the FPS module, which they showed off last year, was Was indefinitely, indefinitely delayed, was what they'd said. So not um, happening anymore. Yes, and then 
um, yesterday or the day before, 18th, Saturday. They then said that the beta of the first-person shooter module will be available in three or four, maybe five weeks. What? Okay, I guess. Apparently. Um, um, Sure. So in the interview, this is from the Polygon article, um, in the interview published today, Roberts went into greater detail about the work necessary to get the first-person module into playable state. Um, apparently character animations to jump between ships and on foot were becoming a problem. So it's still a very much an early beta, but sure. it appears. So yeah, like, yeah. Um, I don't know what, like, I don't know whether he was taken out of context the first time saying it was indefinitely delayed, but three, four, five weeks from now, apparently you'll get to play the FPS module. And I can't okay. wait. I want to see what that thing is. Oh, cool, I guess. Sure. Um... In further patch news, uh, The Witcher 3's big patch came out uh, yeah, on let's, Friday. Let's Geralt actually move properly move prop- or something. Yeah, alternative movement scheme and a long list of bugs got fixed. Um, it's a 7 gig patch. Um, fixes to the inventory system, reorganization, that kind of stuff. Um, which is a big deal and apparently solves most of the remaining problems for a bunch of people that they had with The Witcher. Cool. Um, and Arkham Knight's PC version, um, its big patch for the PC is coming sometime next month, but there is an interim patch uh, soon within the next couple oh, of weeks. Oh, they fixed that game. Me too. Like, uh, I was Seems to like it's got some cool stuff in it. I was talking to somebody on Saturday, actually, who's been playing the... the um... Is that game out for last gen? No, it's only a current no, gen game, so. right? It's only current gen. Huh, he must have got one of the new Xbox... He must have got Xbox One then. Um, but he was playing um, Arkham Knight and... It's thoroughly enjoying it. It's having no problems. So, yes, it's just the PC version of that game that's kind of borked. Um, side note, all of the videos going about of people doing trick shots with the Batmobile um, <laughs> has been amazing. The yeah, they've been pretty cool. You can call the Batmobile to run over to, to come over to you so you can jump into it. So people are like launching off the top of buildings and jumping into it as yep. it's falling. It's great. Um, so, yes, the big PC fix is coming in September, but there will be a patch in August before then to fix some of the bigger bigger bugs um yes so the other the only other big news that is really only big for me and it was kind of an interesting thought experiment was um details came out of the big destiny patch that's coming with um taking king oh yeah this, this is the first time that you and, and his entire existence as a gamer has actually <laughs> freaked out about patch notes yeah so this is it was, I, quite, it was quite an experience because this so, is a thing i've been doing for years yeah like you've been you've doing this with never done. mmos with dota with league yep. when you used to play that like it's this thing but yes yeah, so the destiny 2.0 patch that's coming in september um along with the new the new expansion um they are revamping a bunch of weapon stuff um and yeah, like they go into like a bunch of the the big guns in that game, like the Thorn and um, Icebreaker and the Galahorn are all getting tweaked. Um, and some of the, the it was it was really really weird because they talk about the Icebreaker getting um, slightly nerfed, which was annoying because it's one of my my main guns. But they're also upping the usefulness of scout rifles and pulse rifles, which is also what I use. So it's, yeah, it's always a balance, you know. Yeah, it's balance. But yeah, People like find ways to develop and all that stuff. But yeah, they are they are nerfing shotguns, they are nerfing Thorn, and they're nerfing Galahorn, which is what they need to do in that game. But it, yep. yes, so the official um, the the official Bungie post on their blog about it is well worth a look if you're if you're a Destiny player because it's got some really cool graphs of like, um, which show the. Uh, it's like PvP usage and PvE usage and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, PvP like... usage of, prim- of primary and secondary weapons and like Thorn as a primary is like by orders of magnitude the most used primary gun for PvP. Um, yep. So yeah, and it's really good to see like 
again in that post they talk about like their intentions for a lot of the exotic and legendary guns so like the thorn was designed to be like a really a dangerous gun but very much like a kind of if you miss your fucked style gun um, and they kind of they messed up the stats on it and it's just become this complete powerhouse so yes they're getting it um, like thorn is getting um, one of its perks nerfed um, to like buy a third and all that kind of stuff so yeah they're doing some good changes to that thing but also like it's that horrible moment of no don't nerf my icebreaker I love my icebreaker <laughs> People so much- need to learn to that. The stories I could tell you about people overreacting to patch notes. Totally. And, like this this, just adapt. and this is literally the first time I care. So yeah. Yeah. it's interesting. Um, so yes, that's all the news I had. I don't know if you had anything else, any other Evo news not, that appeared? Or no, anything. not really. I've, I found like Polygon published a list of the 12 big fights that you should see from Evo. Oh, cool. Uh, it seems pretty extensive and good. So yeah, you should probably go and have a look at that. Cool. I should probably it includes includes the topless fight. It includes the guy standing up from a stick way too early. It includes the Evo, the the Ultra Street Fighter Four finals, all that stuff. Cool. I will check that. Out. Yep. Um. So that's us. I think. Um. What are you going to be doing in the next couple of weeks? Apart from just working, really. Working. Mass Effect. Uh. That free to play Magic the Gathering game comes out at oh, some sure. point in the next yeah, two yeah. weeks. I think it is, or at some point this week. Maybe it's, this week or next uh, week. Magic Jewels. Magic Jewels Origins. Oh, okay, so the, iP- the, the iPad the version's set, out. The new set is Magic Origins. Ah, okay, so the I, iPad version's out now. Um, Magic Jewels Origins. The other one... They, they tell the story of five famous planeswalkers and how they became planeswalkers. Oh, cool. Um, I'm just looking to see what's what's coming out in the next... next Nothing! Bit. Pretty much, kind of. Um, PS4 version of Journey comes out tomorrow, actually, um, which is crossed by, so... Don't I will play, play that through, game again. I'll play through that game again just to see what it looks like. In I, 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 I would play it for five minutes to just see how pretty it looks on a PS4. But totally. I don't that's kind of what one. Kind of one. Anything else? Um, the PS4 version of Hatful Boyfriend comes out. Fucking god! <laughs> Apparently, there's a PS4 version of that game. Pigeon dating simulator. Yeah. Um, oh, and yes, and then it's the start. So yes, next week is the start of the um, the Sony uh, Summer Games thing. So it's uh, Journey, then N++, then Galaxy, and then everybody's gone to Rapture in August. Oh, it's Rapture soon? Okay. Yes, so Rapture's August. Um, and cool. yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. But yeah, like there's there's really not a lot c- coming out. Like Journey's the most exciting thing over the next couple of weeks, it looks yeah. like. Um, so yeah, so myself, I'll be doing a lot of Rocket League probably. Um, and um, finishing Chroma Squad and tying up a bunch of loose ends for stuff and mm-hmm. by the time we speak next I will have done at least one if not both of the raids in Destiny because I'm like, oh god I'm going to bite the bullet and just go and do it with randos you get to learn how to raid this will yeah, be fun this will be interesting I might just record it and, and don't stand in the fire Ian <laughs> yeah apparently fuck look for look, look at your look at your ground targets <laughs> kill, always kill the ads first ads watch for patterns all that stuff what's an ad uh, things that aren't the main boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. So if there are things, if there are smaller things around, kill them first because they will inevitably fuck you up. Yeah, I, just, watch, I get. Watch, I get... Watch the ground. Watch the sky. Understand what the boss is going to do and where you should be relative to what the boss is going to do. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. I get the feeling I should probably do it before the big weapon balance comes because then it, nobody will know how to do it because everything's yeah. slightly, slightly borked for everyone. So yes, I will be doing that. Good. Um, in terms of site stuff, uh, 
Where's our D4 playthrough, Ian? So, we have uh, just under 100 gig worth of video. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> oh, so, so it's three hours of 1080p gameplay and three hours of camera. And mm-hmm. it's just under 100 gig of video. And uh, <laughs> my video editor is struggling. So I'm working on it. It is. I have the project is created, and I've started importing stuff and sorting all out. Yeah. So by next week, at least the first episode will be up. I guarantee it. Great. That's this week's job. Um, the next couple of weeks there'll probably also be something on Rocket League. Probably just. Um, I will. I will try my damnedest if I get stuff done fast enough to record something to do with Heroes Made Magic. Cool. That'd be um, good. I don't know if you want to be involved in that. Or yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I would love to see you talk me through some of your high-level Heroes of Might oh, Magic. Talk, talk, talk hero strats. Okay, yeah, sure. entirely. Um, so yes, expect that stuff. And you can expect it on GameEngineStart.com, which is the main website where you'll see all of the stuff, where all of our podcasts, uh, podcasts articles, and videos get posted. Also, YouTube.com slash GameEngineStart is our YouTube channel where all the videos are also air. Also there, there will be uh, there usually a day before they hit the main site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go subscribe to that uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook if you just search Game Engine Start you'll find us there podcast at GameEngineStart.com is the email address and that's it we'll be back in August in August? yes, yes. in August, in August. Yeah. For, for more of this nonsense so we'll see you then see ya see ya